Welcome to another inspirational message by Pastor Ron Hammonds, Senior Pastor at Golden Triangle Church on the Rock in Beaumont, Texas. For more information about Church on the Rock and Ron Hammonds Ministries, visit cotr.com. Good morning. God bless you. Today we are doing a series. We are in the fourth part of a series called Jesus the Healer. Five days in the life of Christ. And today's lesson is lesson number four. And our lesson today is called A Virtuous Touch. You're going to enjoy this lesson. It covers a very familiar passage from Mark chapter 5. So you can go ahead and get ahead if you like. And if you happen to have missed, you know, the previous three lessons, then you can go on to YouTube at C-O-T-R. And you can also, excuse me, YouTube at GTCOTR or Facebook at GTCOTR. And you can make sure that you have an opportunity to catch up on these other lessons. All right. Well, for now, I want you to realize that God has a plan for your life. He's going to succeed and you have a chance to participate. Participating with God is one of the greatest opportunities we have in this life. And we have covered already three different lessons in this Jesus the Healer series. The first lesson was Sunday, March the 1st. We talked about how to recognize the will of God. It's important that we recognize it's God's will to heal this mortal body. And as long as I am in this mortal body, God wants to heal me. One day I'll get out of this mortal body, but while I'm in it, it's God's will to heal. We also talked on Sunday, March the 8th about the necessity for repentance. Now, sickness is not always due to some personal sin. But when you are pursuing a miracle from God, it's important that you're right with God. We cannot live in sin and open rebellion to God and expect a miracle in our lives. And so it's important to repent just to clean our lives up before God. Then on Sunday, last Sunday, March the 15th, we were able to teach on rebuking the devil. You see, because rebuking the devil is an important part of us dealing with the spirits of infirmity. And yes, there are spirits of infirmity. God has given us, through the power of the Holy Spirit and His Word, He has given us authority over all of the devil's ability. That includes spirits of infirmities and, you know, demonic oppression and possession and, you know, all the things that would mentally or emotionally tax us or put us in a place where we want to and desire to engage in harmful behavior. Well, don't forget to listen to those particular lessons if you've missed them and you can catch up. Now, today is lesson number four. And as I said, we're going to a very familiar passage in Mark chapter 5. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's, it's an account of this woman who came to Jesus and, and, you know, she had this infirmity of her life and she needed help, real help, and she found real help. Uh, let's look at Mark 5 right now, beginning in verse 25. The Bible says, Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians, she had spent all she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. Well, before we go any further, let me first dispel an error of some um, hyper-faith groups that teach um, that going to the doctor is sin. I don't know how else to say it. But in my 40 years of being a pastor, I have encountered some hyper-faith teachings 
you know, God's word does not support that it is in any way wrong or sin to go to a doctor or take medicine or wear glasses or, or try to get better. That is just not the truth. Okay? And if you have been exposed to some of those teachings, you know, uh, I, I, I want to encourage you to just throw that teaching in the trash. You know, going to the doctor, taking medicine, wearing glasses, you know, getting vaccinated is not a sign that you lack personal faith or that you don't trust God. That is just not the truth. It's not a lack of faith in Jesus Christ. The only time that going to the doctor could could be sin is if you believed in your heart that God had put a sickness or a disease on you or given you cancer or broke your bone or allowed some infirmity in your life if it was the will of God if he put it on you you would be in sin trying to get it off of you you know don't go to the doctor why would you go to the doctor if God is trying to teach you a lesson well that's just ludicrous Okay? It is not the will of God that you be sick. Will God work in your life when you are sick? Yes. You know, will he take whatever we offer him and will he make something from it? Yes. But sickness and disease is of the devil. Infirmity, mental, emotional hardships, those things are not from God. I am never confused whenever I deal with sickness or disease or infirmity or pain I am never confused I always know it is the will of God for me to be healed and so what do I do I do everything that I can do anything and everything that is possible to fight that sickness and disease which is a desire of the enemy to ultimately destroy my life and my quality of life it's just not the will of God. So, you know, I, I, I don't mind taking prescription meds, going to the doctor, getting counsel, as well as making sure that I'm trusting God for my ultimate healing. Pray. Your Heavenly Father will heal you. And God intends on doing miracles in our lives. In the account of Mark chapter 5, this little woman went to the doctor. She had been to many physicians. Jesus didn't rebuke her for going to the doctor and trying to get better. That would be ludicrous. That would be absolutely unimaginable. Jesus, however, could do what the doctors could not. She had done everything she could, and yet she wasn't any better. She had rather gotten worse. She needed something that only God can do. She needed a miracle. And the Bible says in verse 27, when she heard about Jesus, she came in the press behind him into the crowd and she touched his garment. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. What happened here? Well, she heard about Jesus. It's so important that people hear about Jesus. You're hearing about him this morning. You know what hearing about Jesus can do? Hearing about Jesus, hearing about the Word, hearing the Word of God, hearing the will of God deposits faith in our lives. You know, when she heard the Word of God, it deposited faith. Romans 10, 17 says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word. You know, when we hear the Word, something happens. There's a seed of God's faith that's dropped into our heart with the Word of God. And then the Bible says, when she heard about Jesus, you know, what did she do? She embraced it. 
Now, let's get it in order. It says that she came in, you know, to the crowd. But first, before that, she came into the crowd because... She had said to herself, she had said, you know, maybe out loud, maybe to others, but she had let it come out of her mouth. This is how we embrace the faith that God drops in our heart. How do we embrace it? We acknowledge it. And that's what she did. You know, when she heard of Jesus, she embraced her faith by the confession of her mouth. She said, yes. To the word of God. She said, yes, I believe that. The Bible says faith speaks. What does faith say? Well, Romans 10, 6 says that faith speaks the word of God. Faith says what God says. I have believed, 1 Corinthians 4, 13 says. I have believed, therefore have I spoken. You know, we believe what we speak and we speak what we believe. If we're not watchful, our confession will cause us to begin to believe something wrong. But when we hear the word of God, we can say yes and amen, embrace it. And then when we confess God's word, it begins to change what we think, what we feel, and what we want. She began to say what God said. She began to say, you know, what she heard about Jesus. Other people were touching him. You know, that's what we read in the book of Matthew, chapter 14, verse 36, that other people were touching Jesus and every one of them that touched him were healed. Perhaps she heard about that. And she came then because she said, I can do that. He'll do that for me if I can just touch the hem of his garment. You see, that confession makes a difference. If you hang around someone long enough, you will know what they believe, okay? And what they believe comes out. It, it, it came out of her. She embraced her faith by the confession of her mouth. And then what did she do? She acted on what she believed. It wasn't just enough to talk about it. It never is. It's never enough to just say, you know, uh, uh, say something. God says we need to do something, okay? Because it's important that we put our faith and works together to do something about what we believe. It would not have been enough for Noah to have said, well, I believe it's going to rain. I heard God say it's going to rain, and I believe it's going to rain. Hmm. No, the Bible says that faith moved him. Hebrews 11 says he was moved by faith to build an ark, you know. Uh, he did it in faith. He built an ark in faith. He worked every day in faith, okay. Let me encourage you that when you hear from Jesus, uh, whatever he says for you to do, and you confess that, you accept it, you acknowledge it, you receive it, and you let your confession agree with God's word, it's then important that you do something about it, that you put works, steps to your faith. That's what she did. And the Bible says, because of that, verse 29, immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, he turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? And then his disciples said, Well, Master, you see all these people pressing in to touch you, thronging. Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's what a couple of translations say. The, 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 the crowd was thronging, whatever that means. I think it means that they were all just energetically pressing in around him. It was only about, you know, about a hundred yard walk since he had gotten out of the boat. You know, if, 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 if you ever get a chance to go to Israel, to the city of Capernaum, you can see that right there where this, this, this little woman came up and pressed in to the crowd and touched him. He, he said, no, I, I felt something go out of me. 
She touched me different than other people touched me. And he looked around to see who had touched him. And when he saw this little woman and her knowing immediately what was done in her body, she came and fell down before him. And there she told him everything that had happened. And as she shared with him everything that had happened, verse 34 says, And Jesus, he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. <laughs> you know, we don't know what happened to this little woman in the days, weeks, months, years, or decades to come. We don't know how much longer she lived. But we are right to imagine and right to realize that she later died of something. Even if it was old age, she later died of something. Everyone that Jesus prayed for died of something because every mortal blessing that God gives us is a temporary blessing. You know, I don't need my house in heaven. Thank God for this temporary mortal blessing. I don't need these clothes. I don't need this body. You know, I, I, I don't need my money. You know, there are a lot of things that God blesses us with in this life, things that are temporary. Things that I'm not taking to heaven with me, but yet are vitally important to this life. Jesus not only died to save me from an eternity in hell, but he died to save me from the hell of this life. And sickness and disease and infirmity and mental and emotional uh, you know, oppression, these things make my life less than God wanted for me. And Jesus wants better for me and you in this life just like he did for this little woman now we know that later on this little woman died of something even if it was old age but you know she didn't die that day nope not that day not the day that she heard the word. Not the day that she said in her heart, I can do this. He'll heal me. If I can just touch him, he will heal me. Not the day that she pressed in, that she kept going, that she pushed herself, that she persistently pushed in to touch Jesus. Not the day that virtue came out of his body. Not the day that she was touched with that virtuous touch. Nope, not that day. And not from that sickness. Not from that infirmity not from that disease oh one shade one day she died but not that day you know I have had that day several times in my life just by way of personal testimony let me tell you that I believe Jesus heals because I have been healed miraculously twice I have been on my deathbed because of sickness and disease Twice I have gotten to the point to where the medical doctors, the best that I could find, friends, a, a close friend of mine in one case that was my medical doctor, told me, you're not going to live through this. In fact, a group of doctors in an emergency room in St. Michael's Hospital in Texarkana, Texas, just about you know, 12, 15 years ago, maybe 20 by now, they told me I was not going to live more than a, just a few more minutes and there was nothing that they could do. They could not keep my heart beating. It kept stopping and setting the machines off. And they said, listen, sir, we have expected to come in here and find you dead every time. They said, there's nothing we can do. 
And the doctors came and gathered around and me and my wife and our associate pastor and, and his wife. And they said, if there's anything that you need to do before you die, do it now. I asked my wife to give me a phone and she did. And I called my two children. And when I, they answered the phone, it was, it, was, it was late in the night, early in the morning by that time. When they answered the phone, I told them, listen, the doctors have told me that I'm not going to make it. I don't know if they're right or they're wrong, but I want you to know I'm ready if Jesus is ready for me because one day he will be. But I also want you to know, I called my son, called my daughter. They were in different cities. I said, I want you to know that I have taught you right do not adjust your theology to accommodate a tragedy. Me going to be with Jesus is not a tragedy, okay? It's a step. It's a promotion. But whether I go or whether I stay, we believe the Word of God. God is a good God and He's a healing God. Don't let my death change what you believe about Jesus Christ. And I then ask each one of them in turn to pray for me, and they prayed for me. Well, in the process of about an hour and a half, everyone left me in that hospital for a moment. Don't know why. It's a longer story than I'll get into. But I heard from God. God spoke to me. You might say, well, did he speak audibly? <laughs> it was a lot louder than that. Okay? I don't know how or, 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 or you know, I can't manufacture to make it happen. But it happened to me. God spoke to me. And when he spoke to me, he asked me a question. I answered him. And I, you know, I was ready to die. I, 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 you know, it was okay. You know, uh, I, I didn't want to, but I was ready to. And when I answered the question for God, he said to me, it's not today. You're not going to die today. Okay? You're going to be okay. You're going to get over this. And with that, at that moment, other people came into the room where I was. And I, I turned to my wife and I said, call the children and tell them I'm going to be okay. I've heard from God. And she said, okay. And, you know, and she got the telephone and she called the children. She said, daddy's heard from God. Everything's going to be okay. You know, uh, we, we raised our children to believe that we don't say God said unless God said. And, and they just trusted that their father had heard from God. And I embraced it. I confessed it. I, 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 I did some. And I turned to the, the, the doctors. I said, listen, would y'all get my clothes? I want to get out of here. They said, you can't leave here. You know, you, you know, you're about to die. I said, no, I'm not. God spoke to me and told me I'm going to be okay. Listen, would you get my clothes? I want to get out of here. And it, it, was, it, it, it took a long process for them to let me go kindly and nicely. But, you know, um, I don't imagine, I don't, I don't know, 15, 17, 18, 20 years ago, whatever it's been, look, I'm still here, okay? Uh, the Word of God is true. You know, it wasn't that day. You know, one day it'll be my day, but not that day. You know, uh, we can trust in the miraculous power of Almighty God when God speaks to us. We should make that our confession, embrace it, believe it, receive it. Let it be our heartfelt confession and then do something about it. Well, Hebrews chapter 3 verse 15 says, Today, today if you will hear his voice, do not harden your heart as in the rebellion. There was a time of rebellion in the children of Israel in which they heard God's word, but they just did not believe it was for today. They hardened their hearts, and they said, that can't be for us. 
2 Corinthians 6, 2 says this. For God says, just at the right time, I heard you. On the day of salvation, I helped you. Indeed, the right time is now. Today is the day of salvation. I'm trying to encourage you to hear that today is the day of salvation. Today is the day that you can go free. You know, Independence Day is the day that you decide to go free. July the 4th, 1776 is considered Independence Day for America. But do you know it's not the day that the war ended? It's the day that the war began. But that's what we call independence. It's the day that you decide you're going to go free. There was a declaration that said, I am going free. We are free. And it began that day. Today is your day to go free from sickness and disease, from worry and anxiety and fear. Hear the word of the Lord. It is the will of God for you to be healed. Hebrews 11 verse 1 says, Now faith is, now faith is the substance of things we have hoped for, and it is the evidence of things that we cannot see. Hebrews 4 verse 15 says, For we do not have a high priest that cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities. You see, he's touched by you. When you feel bad, when you are sick, when you have problems in your life, when things happen in your life, believe me, Jesus is touched with the feelings of your infirmities. Jesus is ready to touch you. Will you touch him today? You can touch him in prayer right now. Pray with me. If there's sickness in your body, if there's some infirmity, if there's some incurable disease, if the doctors have given up and said that they can't and they don't know what to do about it, I know somebody that does. Now, do your due diligence, okay? Do everything that you can. It's important that we do everything we can, you know, diet, exercise, you know, that we get our rest, that, 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 that we, you know, uh, uh, you know, participate with the doctors in our healing. But it's also important that we trust Jesus. We can touch him today. Touch him with me, won't you? There's no distance. There's no time in the spirit. The word of God is alive. It's the same today as it was yesterday and will be forever. Let me pray for you now, okay? It's God's will to heal. His arm is not short. He's easily touched. Let's touch him today. Let's touch him together. In the name of Jesus, I break the power over every sin and every seed of sickness and disease in people's lives that are listening to me. Every mental oppression, every worry, every fear, every anxiety, panic attacks, blood disorders, heart disease. In the name of Jesus, respiratory concerns, COVID-19. In the name of Jesus, I bind you and break your power. Be healed in the name of Jesus. I command it by the authority of Almighty God, whose I am and whom I serve. Be healed in the name of Jesus. We have been given authority over every desire of the enemy. Be healed. Hear the word of the Lord. Make it your confession. Okay? And be healed. Receive. Receive your healing by faith in Jesus' name. Amen.